and had repulsed with great loss the attempts of the Persians to encroach upon his territory. Standing behind him was his son, Amuba, a lad of some fifteen years of age. The king and his counselors, as well as all the wealthier inhabitants of the city, wore, in addition to the kilt and linen jacket, a long robe highly colored and ornamented, with fanciful devices, and having a broad rich border. It was fastened at the neck with a large brooch, fell loosely from the shoulders to the ankles, and was open in front. The girdles which retained the kilts and in which the daggers were worn were highly ornamented, and the ends fell in front and terminated in large tassels. All wore a profusion of necklaces, bracelets, and other ornaments of gold. Many of the chiefs wore feathers in their helmets, and the greater portion of all ranks had figures tattooed on their arms and legs. They were fair in complexion, with blue eyes, their hair was for the most part golden or red, and they wore their beards short and pointed. The young Prince Amuba was attired for the field. His helmet was of gold and his cuirass covered with plates of the same metal. He listened with suppressed impatience to the arguments of his elders, for he was eager to be off, this being the first time that he had been permitted to take part in the military expeditions of his country. After listening for some time and perceiving that there was no prospect of the council breaking up, he retired to the large hut adjoining the council chamber. This served as the dwelling place of the ladies and their family. It was divided into several apartments by screens formed of hide sewn together and hidden from sight by colored hangings. In one of these a lady was seated on a low couch covered with panther's skins. "'They have not done talking yet, mother.' It has been a question as to where we shall assemble to give battle. It does not seem to me to make much difference where we fight, but they seem to think that it is most important. And, of course, they know more about it than I do. They have fixed upon a place at last. It is about fifteen miles from here. They say that the ground in front is marshy and can hardly be traversed by the enemy's chariots. But if they cannot get at us, it seems to me that we cannot get at them. Messengers have been sent off to order all the contingents to assemble at that spot. Six thousand men are to remain behind to guard the city, but as we mean to beat them, I do not think there can be much occasion for that, for you think we shall beat them, don't you, mother? I hope so, Amuba, but I am very fearful. But we have several times repulsed them when they have invaded our country, mother. Why should we not do so this time? They are much stronger than they have ever been before when they have come against us, my boy and their king is a great warrior who has been successful in almost every enterprise he has undertaken. I cannot think why he wants to conquer us, mother. They say the riches of Egypt are immense and the splendor of their temples and buildings such as we have no idea of. We have no quarrel with them if they will but let us alone. No country is so rich that it does not desire more, my son. We have gold and are skilled in the working of it, and no doubt they anticipate that they will capture much treasure in the land. Besides, as you say, their expeditions against the Rebu have been several times repulsed, and therefore their monarch will reap all the greater honor if he should defeat us. As to their having no quarrel with us, have we not made many expeditions to the west, returning with captives and much booty? and yet the people had no quarrel with us many of them indeed could scarcely have known us by name when our army appeared among them some day my son things may be managed differently but at present kings who have power make war upon people that are weaker than themselves spoil them of their goods and make slaves of them 
i hope amuba you will not expose yourself too much in the conflict you have not come to man's strength yet and remember you are my only child see that your charioteer covers you with his shield when you have entered the battle for the egyptians are terrible as archers their bows carry much further than do ours and the arrows will pierce even the strongest armor our spearmen have always shown themselves as good as theirs nay better for they are stronger in body and full of courage it is in the goodness of her archers and the multitude of her chariots that the strength of egypt lies remember that although your father as king must needs go into the thick of battle to encourage his soldiers there is no occasion why you who are yet a boy should so expose yourself it will doubtless be a terrible battle the egyptians have the memory of past defeats to wipe out and they will be fighting under the eye of their king i am terrified amuba hitherto when your father has gone out to battle i have never doubted as to the result the persians were not foes whom brave men need dread nor was it difficult to force the